Praise God, praise God. Pastor Mike here. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Why don't we go straight to prayer? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord God, we thank you again so much for this time that we have to get together here with you, Lord God, to study and to partake of your word, O oh Lord God. And I pray in the name of Jesus that Holy Spirit will minister to every single listener that is out there today, O oh Lord God. Speak to their hearts, O oh Lord. Open their eyes and hearts and ears and minds that they may receive your word today, dear Lord God, and to benefit from your word. I pray, O oh Lord God, that there be a special blessing upon every single listener that is here today. I give this time and this space entirely over to you, Heavenly Father. Take it where you will for your honor and glory and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God, praise God. Again, welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. I'm so glad you could join us here today, and I hope that you will be in a receptive mood to receive uh, the Word of God today because everything that the Lord tells us and teaches us is for our benefit, you know, for us to be victorious uh, in this life, in every facet, every walk. Uh, of this life. Amen. So I hope you're willing and ready to receive today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, the other day I stepped uh, out of my house to uh, to run an errand and I could smell a, a, a faint uh, uh, odor of smoke in the air, you know, and it just reminded me of the times that we're living in, you know, now, you know, and, and these are because of, you know, here in Oregon, we have a lot of trees and California is just south of us and so forth. And so we do have these wildfires that do pretty much pop up every year. And, you know, it's pretty much a fact of life, you know, but praise God. Fortunately, God placed us here uh, in, out in our home. It's, uh, it's hundreds of miles away from where those uh, wildfires happen uh, every year. But still the smoke, it's amazing how, how the air, air currents will carry would carry the smoke and it's just ever so faint but you can smell it's there and so it just makes you think about you know the things that we wrestle with the things that we go through in our lives and the many people that live closer to those fires how they have to evacuate and and so you know fortunately most of the time loss of life is minimized and everything i mean one is too many loss of life but one is too many but but thank god we don't have massive uh you know, deaths, but there's a lot of destruction because of those fires. And again, it just makes you think of the many unpleasant things that, that happen in our lives. Um, this year has been no different, you know, since the beginning of this year, we've had many, many challenges. You know, we've, we've seen hurricanes, we've seen tornadoes, uh, there's been, been flooding, like I said, wildfires, um, all, all sorts of things that we think about, the, the economy, you know, crime, the uh, geopolitical conflicts that's going on all over the globe, globe, you know, with America pretty much in the center of many of them, you know, the COVID-19, of course, and vaccines and masks and mandates and all of that stuff, all of that, all of those things are in our minds today. And, and any other thing that can come our way, that can enter into our lives, that can, can burden us that can, and can cause uh, stress and anxiety uh, in our lives, you know, and, and there's, there's a lot to go around and a lot for us to be thinking about and dealing with. And since we live in such, such a hectic age, many times it's hard for us to remember to keep the word of God in our minds and foremost in our spirits, you know. But uh, as usual, God has the answers for everything that's in our lives, you know. It's very important uh, for us to realize that at all times. God has so many uh, tools, if you will, so many tools and, and methods and things in the word of God that we can do to help us through, through this life and to be victorious. You know, don't forget, it's not, it's not God's will for you to be worrying, you know, about everything that you read in the news or any, everything that, that comes over the news, the, uh, the, the TV or everything that you hear from your neighbor or whatever. It's not God's will for us to be burdened down and to become anxious and worry about those things. So God gives us tools that we can use in, in our, in the word of God there for us to 
to use in our lives so that we can be victorious. You know, and, uh, the Word of God has every single answer uh, for everything, okay, anything that's going in your life. And so as usual, let's go to the Word of God and see what the Word of God tells us about uh, um, how we can, can, can keep His Word within our spirits to counteract some of the many things that come into our lives, okay? That's what's so and so important, that we keep his word first and foremost in our lives and in our hearts and in our minds and in our spirits. So let's go to the word of God. Let's go to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter uh, 13. Okay, and we want to start with uh, verse number 18. Okay, now before we uh, actually start reading here, Matthew, uh, in, in here in 18, what Jesus is doing is he's explaining uh, uh, the parable, okay, to, to, the, uh, to the disciples here uh, that he had gone through in verses, uh, what is it, 3, 3 through 8, you know, and it's about the sower, the sowing of the seeds. So here Jesus is explaining to them because they were questioning, why do you talk to us in parables? So Jesus, he, in, this, in these verses, are, he's explaining what he was mentioning in the previous verse. You can go back and read the previous uh, on your own time, but for right now we're going to get to Jesus' explanation. So verse number 18 says, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. Now this may be familiar to you. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understands it not, then comes the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is which, this he this is he which received the seed by the wayside, okay? And again here, the critical words are, he that hears the word of God and does not understand it, okay? The devil comes away and steals that word. So that's why you maybe heard me say many, many times, even when I'm praying and whatnot, that open their ears and their eyes and open their understanding because you can hear the word of God, you can read the word of God, but if you don't have it, you don't receive it with understanding, that it doesn't benefit you, it doesn't profit you. So the most important thing, in addition to reading the word and hearing the word, is for you to get it deep in your spirit so you understand it. Because he says what happens then, the wicked one comes away and, 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 and steals away that which was sown in your heart. When you hear the word of God, it's being sown. If it's not with understanding, then it can be stolen away. Okay, And then in verse number 20 he says, But he that received the seed into stony places, the same is he that hears the word, and anon with joy receives it, yet hath he not root in himself, but, in, but endures for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by he is offended, okay, or he loses or doesn't benefit from it, okay. So that is someone that receives the word of God, and then temporarily they understand it, and then, but the minute a challenge comes up in their life, okay, they lose and forget what it was that they heard. And I've seen that happen in church many, many times. They'll hear a word of God, and, you know, the word will go out into the congregation there, and people will be amen and so forth. Hallelujah, Lord, amen, amen, amen. And then after church, you'll hear some of the brothers and sisters talking about the message oh boy great message great message okay and then as soon as they get out into the church parking lot and someone blocks them in or someone has bumped into their car or whatever then all of a sudden all sorts of expletives and cursing comes out of their mouths and how quickly they just left church hearing a word of God that was perhaps talking about maintaining your cool so to speak in stressful situations the message was on that but that quickly they lose it okay so that's what this is talking about
about him here. He that received the word, okay, is the same uh, that hears the word and with joy receives it. But then, uh, because it does not take root in the person, the minute that a tribulation or a trial or persecution comes their way, that they lose it. Okay, they lose it. So that's that's something else to think about too. Jesus Jesus then goes on to say in verse twenty-two, he all he also that received seed among the thorns is he that hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful okay so you hear the word of god but then again the um the, the, the wants and the things that you desire, you know, and the things that you covet wind up, wind up overriding what, what the word of God is telling you about coveting something or about desiring to have riches above all things else, you know. And so, so when you start striving after those riches, you forget what the word of God says about, as an example, um, the love of money is the root of evil. Okay. It's not money that's the root of evil, but the love of money is the root of all evil. So if all that you lust after is having money, 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 and riches, then that winds up choking the word of God right out of you, away from you. Verse 23, But he that receives seed into good ground is he that hears the word and understands it. Hears the word and understands it, which also bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Okay? So here the word of God, the point that I want to establish here is that God talks about how important it is for us to receive the word of God, to hear it, and to read it by seeing it, by reading it, and also, most importantly, to get the understanding deep within our spirits, okay? Because if we don't have that understanding, then when things start going awry in our lives, then we, we can't benefit from God's word because we haven't gotten it deeply planted within our spirits, okay? And many times you've heard me in opening prayer or closing prayer, I, I pray that also, I pray that to the listeners out there, to you all, that you receive the word of God, and most importantly, that you understand it, okay? Because we have to understand what God has done because in his word also, God gives us many promises, okay? He gives us many promises and we can see that by going to Joshua 1, okay? So if you don't understand God's word, then it becomes problematic for you because then you are not getting it deeply rooted within your spirit. Therefore, you don't understand what it is that God is telling you, okay? So here we want to go to Joshua 1, uh, chapter number one and we want to go to verse number 13 joshua one i'm sorry verse number three <laughs> getting ahead of myself joshua one verse number three this was after moses had died because in verse number two it says moses my servant is dead now therefore rise go over this jordan thou and all this people unto the land which i do give to them even to the children of israel then he says in verse three every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon that i have given unto you as i said unto moses okay so he's telling us every place that you step i've given it to you okay from the wilderness and this lebanon even unto the great river the river euphrates all the land of the hittites and unto the great sea toward the going down to the sun shall be your coast okay He's giving them boundaries, lines, if you will. <laughs> Side note a little bit here. In the word of God, God talks about borders. He talks about borders. You can't have a country. You can't have a land. You can't have a territory without borders. Okay? Okay? It's very important. And through many places in Scripture, especially in Old Testament, when they were, when they were, were, were taking the places, the lands that God gave them, he very, very specifically and distinctly said, from here to there, from here to there, he gave borders, okay? So it's important, just as, as a side note, okay? I won't go any further than that. But without borders, without boundaries, you can't have a land, you can't have a country, 
Amen. Amen. Verse number five, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Okay, I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. This is a promise he's making. So be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, that thou mayest observe to do all the law, okay, according to the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate. Please underline the word meditate. But thou shalt meditate therein. Thou shalt meditate. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then that, uh, thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Okay? So he's saying here to meditate on this word, to keep it, keep it, to keep it, to keep it in your heart and in your mind, and to follow what his word is saying, and then that you shall be prosperous. So here God is saying it's important. He's saying, I'm going to be with you. Be strong and be of good courage. And in addition to that, what he's saying is be strong and be of good courage, but also I want you to meditate on my word. If you meditate on my word and get it deep within your spirit, then you shall wind up prospering. He says in verse number nine, in closing here, he says, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Have not I commanded you. He didn't say I urge you. He says, I command you to be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. The Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Okay, so I'm saying that to you also. Our Lord God, our Lord God is with us wherever we go. But he's also encouraging or he's commanding us, according to his words, he's commanding us to meditate on his word. Okay, so here God now is giving us a tool. He's saying to get through this life, to get through the struggles that you have, to get through the stresses, to get through the anxieties that you have in this life, life, one of the tools that God has given us and has commanded us to do is to meditate on his word, okay? It's not enough for us to just simply read it. It's not enough for us to just simply hear it. But we need to think about his word and to meditate on his word. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is meditating on God's word, okay? Meditating on God's word. Where should my mind be dwelling? Amen. Where should my mind be dwelling? Should my mind be dwelling on the wildfires that are hundreds of miles from my home and simply because I smell a, a faint odor of smoke when I leave my house? Should I be dwelling on that? Where should my mind be? My mind should be meditating on the word of God because even regarding that uh, wildfires, when I, there's a word, there's a word, there's a word that can relieve me of any stress that might overcome me because of the fact that I smelled a little, a little faint odor of smoke. Amen, amen, amen. So, so, so where should my mind be dwelling? Okay, and the word of God here talks about meditation, meditating on his word, and that's where we're going to go today. You know, so many of the messages and so many of the sermons that that, that, that Holy Spirit delivers um, through this forum, you know, through these messages, through these sermons, is where God is giving us hints 
He's giving us, again, tools. He's giving us things to work with to make our lives easier. He's giving us tools to work with to make us victorious. He's giving us weapons of warfare that he talks about so we can stop being on the defensive but actually go on the offensive with the sword of the Spirit. God, the Bible is chock full of tools and things and, and, and that we can do to make our lives easier. Amen? Amen? And meditation is just one of them, okay? And so by meditating on his word, if we go to Psalm 63... Okay. Go to Psalm 63 and verse number one. Psalm 63 and verse number one. God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, okay? It's interesting how the word of God, you know, compares like uh, uh, the, the, the desert and, and wilderness with times that we are, are, are stressful, that we're being stressed out. When we in our spirits are crying out to God and we desire his presence, when we desire a fresh anointing of his Holy Spirit, okay? God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. When you're going through a trial, when you're going through a tribulation, you know, it's like you're in a dry and thirsty land because you're wanting, okay? You're hurting for something, you know, just like you're in a desert there and you're, you're hurting for water. You need some water. You're thirsting for water. When you are in a bad situation, you've got a trial or tribulation going on. You need a solution badly. You need to be blessed. You need to be pulled out of that wilderness, quote unquote, that you're in. Amen. So these words are very, very appropriate. Verse number two, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, because thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. Do you praise God even when things are going badly, toughly, roughly in your life? Do you praise him? Okay. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Do you raise your hands to God even when you're praising and when you're praying to him? Amen. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Underline that word. There we go again. Okay. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings, uh, will I will I rejoice because thou hast been my help? Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings will I re rejoice. Okay. So again, the operative verse here now is verse number six. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Okay. So again, the Lord is using the word meditate. Do you meditate on the Lord in bed? You know. You know. Try meditating on the Lord even as you're laying down at night and before you go to sleep. You know, meditate on him, think about him. And we're going to get more, a little more detail uh, as to what that exactly means, okay? So here we see the Lord is giving us some awesome tools and some, some suggestions. Or in some cases here, he says, I command thee to be bold and to be strong, okay? But he's telling us some ways that we can navigate through the trials and through the tribulations uh, 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 of life, amen? Amen? So then we go on to say here, uh, 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 finish number seven because thou hast been my help therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice you know we are a forgetful people by nature we are a forgetful people but God would have us to remember he wants us to remember especially the things of him and his word and meditation begins with remembering okay meditation begins with remembering bringing back into our minds the truths and praises and promises of God these are the things that we need to remember 
We need to keep these things foremost in our minds. Meditation is pondering, okay? It's pondering the word in our hearts, okay? It's really dwelling on it. It's pondering the word in our hearts. It's kind of preaching it to our own souls, you know, and personally applying it to our lives and circumstances, you know. It's like preaching, you know. And you hear me preaching or hear anyone else preaching, you know. There's a point that, that's being made based on the word of God and it's being 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 um, uh, espoused to you and spoken to you uh, uh, emphatically sometimes, you know, with, 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 some, with some deep zeal about the importance of his word, you know. And, and when you're meditating on God's word, you should be also receiving and thinking about the words with the same level of zest and zeal. Amen? Amen? And so meditation is pondering the words, not simply reading it. It's thinking about it. It's digging deep into it. It is how we how we sanctify it, you know, sanctify our thinking. You know, sanctify means to set apart. You know, it's how we sanctify our thinking and, and bring it into uh, into submission to Christ. You know, you know, it's more than just um, it's, it's more than just, just just thinking about how you're going to work on your car the next day. You know, or, or this dress that you're looking. At. It's more than just 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 pondering that. It's pondering. You know, how am I setting aside these thoughts relative to God? How serious am I? Am, am I having these thoughts on it? Thinking about God's words relative to my life. You know, am I really am I really taking taking the, the, an, an analysis of, of this word and how does it apply to my situation. You know, this is pondering, this is meditating on God's word. Amen. The word meditation, you know, it actually means to think deeply. All right. The word medication means to think deeply, you know, or, or, or to focus one's mind for a period of time. Okay. You know, it's, it's not just a passing thought. It's when you're devoting some time to thinking about the God's word relative to your situation. Amen. Amen. And, and so, and it's for a period of time. All right. And it's used literally to mean to murmur. You know, or to mumble, or to even talk to yourself. You know, that's what meditation literally means. Because you are, these are your thoughts going to yourself. Okay, you're not talking to someone else. You know, you're meditating on this word, and and those thoughts that you're meditating on is is comparing it to to your uh, to your life and to whatever is going on, whatever is going on in, in your life. You know, now in, in a negative sense, in a negative sense, meditation can mean to complain. Okay. Okay. It is the idea that something has taken so hold of your thinking that you can't stop thinking about it. Okay. So meditation also in a negative way can be like, in a way it's complaining because you're just dwelling on this thing so much that you simply can't stop thinking about it. You know, on the negative side, you know, meditation is something that it, it, it troubles you and it disturbs you and draws out complaints, if you will. You know, and as an example, you take a troublesome boss or, or, or coworker. Okay. If you're ever thinking about if you find yourself for overextended periods of time thinking about your boss or your coworker or any other negative situation in your life, you're meditating on that situation, okay? Because you are spending time. You're spending time dwelling on that situation. You're spending time thinking about that situation to the point that it's overtaking everything else in your life, okay? It's overshadowing everything else in your life. That is the most important thing right now in your life. So that's meditating in a negative sense. Okay, because your mind is so focused on it. Okay, but however, on the positive side, on the positive side, what it does is it captivates and it engulfs your own thinking so that you dwell on it in a, in a positive kind of way. Okay, in a way that brings pleasure to your soul. Right? You, you ladies out there, are there a pair of shoes that you saw that you really can't wait to get your hands on and you wind up thinking about that so much and everything that, that those thoughts wind up just, just overtaking you and kind of engulfing your thinking and you it occupies your mind is focused on those shoes
dudes, you know. I can really speak for us guys, anyway, at least for me. I mean, when I see a new electronic god gadget out there, and um, all of a sudden, you know, there's there's a, a pre-order uh, period of time that you can pre-order this particular thing, you know, a tablet or some other gizmo, you know, and, uh, and, and the manufacturer says, you know, during this week you can get pre-order and you'll be able to save, you know, X percent off or whatever. I find myself, I think about that quite a lot, you know, when that, when that, that, that pre-order uh, deadline is about to start up, I put a reminder uh, in my phone with a calendar event and it alerts me that this starts today, you know, such as today. And I wind up thinking about, I find myself thinking about it. I go online, I even get the manual, I dig up the user's manual, I walk myself through the user's manual. I spend a lot of time thinking about that, you know, I hate to say, you know, that I really have to stop and say, all right, time for me to get to the word or time for me to do something else or prepare my sermon or so forth. Okay, so I know what it's like to meditate on something that I really, really want. And it brings pleasure to your soul when you're doing that because you're thinking about it. Well, that's in a positive way. The negative side is when you're thinking about a, a bad experience with your coworker or relative a family member even, that's, that's the negative side. But it, it, meditating is when something occupies your thoughts. Focused thought, not just casual, fancy, passing thought, but focused thought on something that's in your life. And what God is telling us is to do that relative to his word, to meditate on his word in a focused manner, in a focused manner. Amen, amen, amen. And this is the way that we want God's truth to lay hold of us. Amen. Amen. This is how, okay? So that we can't but dwell on it, okay? We have to do that purposefully, you know, that it captures our thinking and finds its way into our choices and our decisions, all right? This is what the benefit of meditation is, because you're meditating on God's Word and you're applying it, applying it to your life and applying it to your situation so that it overcomes all of the negativity that's out there and you become so focused on the Word of God, as he said, okay, then you become so focused on it that you wind up benefiting from it, that you wind up prospering. Okay, meditation is often described as preaching to yourself, as I said before. We take the word of God that we hear and that we read, you know, and we mull over it in our minds and then bring it to bear upon our lives in personal, uh, with, 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 with personal exuberance, with personal excitement. You, know, you take that word of God that you've read that is so positive, that's addressing your situation, and you meditate on that word, you know. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46.10. That's a scripture to meditate on. That's a scripture to meditate on. Whatever's going on in your life right now, this is just coming. Whatever is going on in your life right now that has you in a tiz, has you running around, you know, spiritually running around in, in, in your spirit and in your mind where you're, you're, you're running in circles, you know, be still and know that God is God. Meditate on that. You feel your heartbeat racing and whatnot. You're feeling headache. You're feeling lightheaded. You know, you've got this tightness in your shoulders. You feel like you got away. Be still and know that God is God. Be still and know that God is the God over your situation that you have in your life right now. Be still and know that God is the God over that pain that you're having in your body. Because by Jesus' stripes, you are healed. Meditate on that. Amen. Amen. Meditate on the fact, on the, on the fact that, that God, that, that God owns the cattle of a thousand hills, all of the riches, you know, and you're his child, you're his daughter, you're his son. Okay. So therefore you don't have to want for anything that God will take care of you financially. God will take care of your children, your wife, your husband. Be still and know that he is God. Meditate on that saint of God. Meditate on that. 
Think about that in the night watches, meaning when you're in bed, just before you sleep or you drift off to sleep. Lay there and think, be still and know that I am God. These are his words. These are his words to you, telling you to be still and know that I am God. This is what meditation is all about. It's preaching it to yourself. Say those words out loud. Preach it to yourself, saint of God. God does not want you troubled. He doesn't want you stressed out. He doesn't want you worried. Any little pain that's in your body, whatever's going on in your body, be still and know that he is God. Be still and know that by Jesus' stripes you are healed, saint of God. Receive that message. Receive that promise. Amen. 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 It, 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 it is a word. You know, we take that word and we hear it. And it's a word that is found in the Old Testament. Meditate in the Testament, Old Testament so much. Let's go to Psalms. Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Praise the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Pages so thin they stick together. Okay, Psalm 119, and we want to do verse number nine. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed uh, thereto according to thy word? With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of my mouth. I have rejoiced in the way, uh, in the way of thy testimonies as much in, as in riches. I will meditate, I will meditate, verse 15, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Okay? Verse 15, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Okay? So God has given us statutes. God has given us rules. God has given us commandments. God has given us his word. So we need to delight ourselves in those statutes. Amen? Amen? And you will not, and, and say that you will not forget God's word. You will not. You will not. Meditate on your precepts. I will fix my eyes on your ways. I will fix my eyes and my thoughts and my, my faith on your word. Amen? Amen? Now I want to give you some, some steps here or so some things towards meditating, knowing how to meditate. Amen? And this is how we should be meditating on Scripture. All right? First, number one is start out with prayer. Start with prayer and focus your mind upon God. This is preparing to get into a session, to a time of meditation. Okay? Next, choose a passage or scripture. Choose any passage of scripture that jumps out at you, at you or addresses your problem. And if you've got an issue and you're praying, God will give you, Holy Spirit will guide you to a scripture that will be appropriate and will fit your particular situation, what is going on. God will give you the scripture to allay any fears that you may be carrying. Amen. He will indeed give you that peace, give you that peace. Okay. Read the passage, read the scripture numerous times. Read it several times. Read it numerous times. Reread the parts of that scripture that may be confusing or that specifically speak to you at that moment. 
Okay, if you've got a part there that, that's, that's confusing, you know, uh, uh, your Bible has uh, little footnotes in it, you know, a reference maybe, go to that footnote or, or reference to get clarification of what that particular uh, scripture is meaning, but have an understanding of what that scripture is saying to you, amen? Have an understanding, all right? And then reread it many, many times, okay? And, and those scriptures that are speaking to your moment, to your moment, to your situation, to what's going on in your life at the present time, at that time, these are the words that you want to, those, these are the scriptures scripture words that you want to repeat to yourself over and over and consider these words ponder them and seek to understand what the scripture is saying again meditation is not just a passing a brief thing you know you think about a thought and then it's out the window you want to grab these words be still and know that i am god as a, as a, as an example and focus on those words break down each 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 part of that scripture be still what is god saying there god is saying to be still he's saying to stop running around he's saying to cease trying to do it yourself you know, stop trying to find the answers elsewhere. You know, stop trying to see who you can text or email or call, pick up the call. Just simply be still. Stop what you're doing. Be still and know. Be still and know. Meditate on that part. What does and know mean? Okay, be still and know. What does that mean, you know? Be still and know. How do you know something? Knowing something is knowing something. <laughs> knowing something is believing something. You know, knowing something is accepting as a truth, as reality, as a fact. Be still and know what? Know that I am God. Okay? 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 So, so, so there's a simple scripture right there you can meditate on. Just break it down words by words by words. You can break it down. You can break it down. You can break it down. Amen? Amen? And so we see here, we see here that, that, that meditating is taking something and tearing it apart and then just, just, just dwelling into it and let it, let it, letting it sink in, letting it, letting it, letting it sink in. Amen? So that you can uh, uh, really understand how it relates to your situation. Amen. Amen. The next thing that you want to do is to pay attention to commands and statutes in the word of God. Pay attention to commands and statutes. Find ways that you can be obedient to God's commands and, and statutes. Amen. Find ways. Find ways in your life. Any way in your life that perhaps you're being disobedient to what God wants you to do. Think about that. You know, you know ask the Lord, is there something that I'm missing here? Is there something that I should be doing that I'm not doing? Amen. Amen. And then, then our, uh, if the passage uh, uh, if the passage is from the Old Testament, consider the original meaning. You know, you can find good Bibles where you can do cross references and things like that. Old Testament, what was the original meaning in, in the uh, in the Hebrew there? You know, consider those meanings and how does it relate to your situation? You know, does it help to clarify what it is that you're reading? You know, especially with aspects where it talks about God's character. God's character, understand what God's character is and, 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 and how, he, how his power and his might. And God uses that power and his might to, to take care of you uh, in this life. Amen. Amen. And you should understand. And, and, and as you're reading these words, you know, apply the general principles to your life. That's the whole thing. You want to make sure that you are able to apply what you're reading to your life. You know, in the scriptures there, look for promises. Look for promises that God declares over his people. Okay. Look for the promises that he made. The example there is be, be strong and of good courage. For I, the Lord thy God, am with you. That's a promise. Think about that. Meditate on that word. Know for a fact that God is with you. Do you understand what God is really saying when he said, be bold and be strong because I am with you? That means that the situation that you are in, there's no reason for you to be nervous or for you to feel weak need about it because God is with you at that, at that point in time. God is with you right now as you're listening to this message. God is with you. God is with you. 
And if there's anything in this message that you're not understanding while you're listening, you can certainly say to God, you don't have to stop. I mean, if you need to put this on pause, by all means, hit the pause button to say, Lord, help to clarify. Please help me to understand this message or clarify this message, whatever. But God is there with you. Amen. Amen. God is there with you. He's not far off that you have to hunt for him. Amen. Amen. So look for the promises, you know, renew your mind with the truths of scriptures, you know, and you do that by reading the scriptures. Renew your mind about the truth of what the word of God is saying and, and build your life upon that scripture, you know. And after you've been doing this for a while, you know, and then, then you know, and then end it in prayer. Okay. End it in prayer. End your meditation in prayer. Amen. So these, these are just some of the steps that you can you can use towards getting into a time of meditation. Amen. But it's very important that you understand that God wants you to meditate. Now, you may find easier ways to do it, another way to do it. But in a nutshell, the main thing is to get a scripture and dwell on that scripture. OK. And especially, most importantly, is get a scripture that is relative to what's happening in your life today. OK. What's happening in your life today. OK. Now, I'm also not saying here now. I'm not saying that you should wait until things are going haywire in your life to start meditating on God's Word. We should be meditating on God's Word at every opportunity that we have. Meditate on God's Word, matter of fact, when He has blessed you with something, when He's taken you out of a bad or troublesome situation. That's an all, also a good time to meditate on His words, okay, and His blessing. Okay, meditation is not just for a time of trouble and difficulty. It's not just for that time. Meditation is for all times because it helps us to get the Word deeply, deeply, deeply planted within our spirits. It helps us to understand it deeply within our within our spirits, okay? We take those words and we inject them into our thoughts, you know? As we make decisions, you're meditating, you take those things and you put them into your decision-making process, you know? And, and as you instruct your soul to, to choose right things and walk down the right paths, it's very important that we have a good and full understanding of what the Word, is God, the word of God is telling us. Amen, amen. Especially if you're making a decision, you have a decision that you need to make and you've prayed about it, and while you're waiting for God's answer, you go to the Word of God and read scriptures and Holy Spirit will make one particular scripture just pop up at you. And when you do, you take that scripture and you meditate upon it, okay? Break it down by words. Break it down by groups of words or whatever you need to do to help you to fully understand it. That's the whole thing. What you're saying to God is, God, I want to fully understand your word. I want to be, have that word deeply understood in my experience. And so the essence of meditation is it, 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 it's evoking the truth, embracing it, and embedding in our lives, okay? That's the, that's the in, in a nutshell, Okay. It, 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 it's evoking the truth, it's digging out the truth and then embracing that truth and then embedding that truth in our lives to get us through our situation. Okay? Meditation is intentionally focused on, focusing on recalling God's truth so that it might resound you know, in, in our hearts and become that filter through which we can, we can sift and measure our thoughts and actions. Amen. You take that word of God, you meditate on it, and you, you, you sift through, now, am I applying my, my life to what this word is saying to me? Am I applying my life to what this verse is saying to me? You know, and you're sifting through, and you're breaking down the words, and, and, and applying it to the situation that, I, that I'm in, that you're in. Amen. Amen. Lord, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? What does your word say? Well, your word says to do so and so and so and so. And so you meditate, and you think about it. Okay. Now, meditation is a discipline that takes time and effort. It doesn't necessarily just happen overnight. It takes discipline. It takes time and effort. 
It takes time for you. It, it takes an effort for you to say, okay, I'm going to meditate on these words. I'm going to meditate on the scripture, you know, or something happening in your life. Okay, I need to set aside some time and pray and, and get a get a word from the from the Bible, get some scriptures from the Bible, see what the Holy Spirit gives me. And then you take those scriptures and you think about it. Again, break it down. Be still and know that I am God, for instance. Break it down phrase by phrase within that scripture. And then how, Lord, do I apply this to my life? How do I apply this to what is going on right now? How do I apply this to this thing that is troubling me so much? How do I apply this to this pain that is going through my body? How, how, how? And you meditate on it. You meditate on it, okay? And then as you become to, to understand what that word is saying, then you think about how does that apply to my situation, what I'm doing, okay? Like I said now, it takes discipline. You need to carve out time in your day to remember, carve out time in your day to ponder carve out time in the day to kind of preach to yourself, you know, where you're, you're, you're thinking about it and you're talking about the Word of God. Amen? Amen? You know, the world around us uh, can too easily choke out what is, what is needful and good for our souls. There's so much going on in the world around us, you know, that we can get so overwhelmed, our time can really become consumed with what's going on so that we don't have time to ponder and meditate on the Word of God. So you have to, to dedicate and set aside some time. Like I said, it takes some discipline. It doesn't happen overnight. But once you do get in the habit of doing that, it becomes so easy. It comes so easy. Because you'll be driving your car, and then a scripture will pop into mind. You know, a particular verse will pop into mind. You know, and obviously you, you can't get into too much meditation while you're driving. You need to be <laughs> conscious of what you're looking at on the road. But you remember, the, remember those scriptures so that when you get back home, you can start meditating on those scriptures. Lord, why did you drop that scripture into my mind? You know, well, what does that mean? And, and start repeating those words to yourself, repeating those words to yourself. If you want to write it down when you get back home so you don't forget the words, and then when you get into your meditation time, read those words back and repeat them to yourself and see how it applies to your particular situation. You know, you know, sometimes the meditation that you're doing may be in preparation for something to come. Okay. It may be in preparation for something to come, for something that's coming down the pike in your life where you may need to have those particular scriptures to ward off whatever events are coming your way, to ward off any, any onslaught of the enemy, you know, via, via another individual, you know, a co-worker, a boss, a family member, or someone in the neighborhood or whatever. But it may be in preparation for something that is coming down the pike in your life. So get in the habit of being able to meditate on the Word of God. Amen. And one thing we should do is that, you know, do not allow God's truth to slip away from you. Whatever you do, do not allow God's truth to slip away from you. And be intentional and diligent about your meditation time. You know, Psalm 91 is a good meditation to apply to in your life, to apply to your life. You know, and you, you don't have to turn it right now. But Psalm 91 verse number one says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Now that's a dynamite scripture to, to, to meditate on right there, okay? He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Most of the uh, Almighty. Amen? Amen. So dwelling, of course, is living, you know. He who lives in the secret place of the Most High, and that's God's place where he has you enwrapped, you know, in his arms. Okay, when you're in that secret place, you're in God's arm, arms and whatnot, then you're under the shadow of, of the Almighty. He is my refuge. God is my refuge and my fortress. In God will I trust. 
So when you've got that thing going haywire in your life, you want to think about that. He who dwells, he who dwells in the secret place of the Almighty. Amen. And the secret place of the Almighty is that secret place is not from God, of course, because it's God's place. The secret place of the Almighty is where the enemy can't find you. He's your fortress. He's your refuge and your, fort and, and your fortress. Okay? So the enemy can't find you. The enemy can't attack you there. Okay? So that's an excellent scripture to, to start your meditation on right there. So I've given you a couple right there. Be still and know that I am God, Psalm 46.10 and Psalm 91, the first couple of verses right there. That's a good point even to start your meditation. Amen? Think about what is going on in your life. Think about what is troubling you. Amen. You don't have to be troubled. God has given us the tools through his word. God has given us the weapons through his word. God has given us the defenses through his word. God has given you the way to be offensive using the sword of the spirit. Amen. Amen. Which is the word of God using that to, 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 to get yourself out of any situation that you're in to, to help you to, to find peace, help you to be healed, help you to, to rise up and be victorious and not being vanquished in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. I hope this message was a blessing to you. I hope it's, it's a, uh, another arrow in your quiver, so to speak, um, to help you to, to uh, progress through this life as the challenges of life do present themselves. That's what these messages are all about. Our God is an awesome God. He loves you. He does not want to see you fail. He does not want to see you faltering. He does not want you to be in pain. He does not want you to be to be bogged down with worry and anxiety and fear. Amen. 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 So go forth and be blessed. And remember to think about meditating on the word of God. Amen. Amen. If this message was a blessing to you, I pray that you uh, think about or pray about passing it on to someone else so that, so that they can uh, find these broadcasts, uh, these podcasts. We can be found at www.genesis1.sermon.net www.genesis1.sermon.net and if you look in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a subscribe button. If you click on that subscribe button, then you'll be able to be notified of these messages as they come out, as they are made available. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Why don't we close by going to prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we have with you, Lord God, and we just magnify thy name. We thank you so oh, so much, O oh Lord God, for all, all the tools, O oh Lord God, all of the things that you've given us in your word, O oh Lord God, to, to be victorious in this life, O oh Lord. We give all our praise and honor and glory to you, Heavenly Father, and Lord God, and all we want to do is to glorify your name by our lives, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father, and we praise you, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God, praise God. Again, I say, uh, go forth and be blessed. Think about how you can start your meditation practice. Amen, amen, and just go forth always knowing that Jesus is indeed Lord. Amen.